Hello there and welcome to yet another podcast from the Global Fly Fisher. This is Global Fly Fisher partner Martin Jorkinson speaking and I will start by offering you yet another apology based on the fact that last time I made a podcast I actually promised you a follow-up to that podcast which was about packing for a morning trip, an early morning trip. But, well, it didn't work out that way. First of all, it didn't become a morning trip, but actually become an overnight trip. So we went in the evening and fished all night and fished in the morning too. I hope the wind is not a problem here. Um, That was the first reason. And the second reason was that I left my recorder at home. So even though I had wanted to record in the morning, I wasn't able to because there was no recorder to tape this on so well you had to wait and for that i apologize but now you get twice up you get two trips for one because uh, as you might hear from the wind we're actually out fishing today so you can both get the uh, recap of the fishing trip from the other day where we went as i said from the evening all the way through the night until the morning and with a bit of luck you can also get some sound from today's fishing Uh, right now i'm just lying on the beach enjoying the sun and sheltering myself a bit from the wind while my good friend henning is in the water fishing but um, i will be out fishing and i have been out fishing but uh, haven't felt anything it's Right now it's in the middle of May and we have the garfish, the needlefish running here in Denmark. So we have tons of those. I've had a few strikes but no fish in my hands and Henning has had a couple. But uh, the day that I will tell you about in a minute uh, was uh, one of these days where you couldn't do anything wrong. If you wanted to catch a garfish it was just a question of getting a fly out there. So... That's the way it is. We also do see a sea trout now and then, but um, right now it's pretty sunny. Uh, The water is extremely low. It's very low, the tide. And as I said, windy too, so uh, we wouldn't expect uh, trout to be very abundant, but you never know. Uh, We are in a place where we expect them to come in later on as the uh, the evening falls and and the sun goes down and... uh, (coughs) We'll have to see about that. So, welcome to this podcast, and um, let me tell you about this day that I didn't manage to tell you about, as I promised. As I said, the plan was to go out and fish in the early morning and that was supposed to be about like getting up at three and getting out at four but as I corresponded with my good friend and fishing partner Henning we actually decided uh, against this early morning trip and decided to go in the evening and as a bonus we actually decided to go both morning and evening so um, we got the full Monty with the evening fishing as the sun went down, which can be very good and is always very, uh, very, uh, what can you say, 
thrilling because you fish into the dark and you see fish moving and the surface smooths as the wind goes down and you get everything and we slept out, we ate out and had a beautiful night with starshine and the moon was out and then we stayed uh, there and fished in the early morning and actually we were in the water even before we had anticipated because uh, we got up at about three and were probably in the water about 20 minutes past three or something like that whoa i just saw a porpoise here right out there in the in front of me really nice excellent porpoises are a sign of hang on a moment i'll just have to yell at henning henning Har du set marsvinet? Vi er ude foran dig. You always have to see those those little whales. They're really nice, and I, as I would say, a sign of of fish in the water, bait fish in the water, and that's always a good thing. Even though we're fishing, uh, they might scare off the fish. Some say, but uh, honestly, I think that they're a good sign. They're a sign of bait in the water, and maybe they even tra- take a trout or a, a, a needlefish now and then. And that's uh, that's of course uh, when they're nearby the shore. That's a that's a very good sign. They swim and and pop up once in a while to breathe like any whale, and you see their their back and the the fin on their back, and uh, they disappear again and can really swim far underwater and and fast. So uh, no, well, but anyway, that was just a, a small break there. Um, let me get back to the trip. As I said, we we managed to get in both the evening and night fishing, and and get something good to eat and and fish in the morning. Fishing at night, I always liked fishing at night. Uh, when you when you're out there and the sun is shining and everything is bright, and typically this time of year the wind will just calm down and the surface will get all smooth and you can suddenly see everything that moves. In this case, we had a lot of garfish moving and they are mating right now. And when they mate, they make kind of boils in the water and. Casting close to one of these boards is almost uh, guaranteed to give you a, a hookup of a garfish. The question is then when, whether you can land it or not, because these are pretty difficult to to set the hook in. They they have very sharp uh, beaks and, uh, or sorry, very hard beaks and and can be difficult to to get to stick on the hook. But uh, it's fun fishing for them. And you always expect when you're fishing in the night to see trout cruising or jumping or head and tailing and we did see a few fish there we saw fish moving in the water and i was uh, lucky enough to get a single one in about the 45 centimeters range uh, which i caught and took a picture of and released i'll make sure that you get the picture in the in the show notes for this podcast but apart from that i lost one which was on for maybe a couple of seconds and i cast to a couple which i saw out there but uh, it was garfish garfish and more garfish and then a few garfish to to top that up so we did get a lot of garfish we typically fish until it's very dark and very dark here is not that dark actually because the sun is uh, barely below the horizon as i mentioned in in the previous podcast uh, summer night the definition of summer nights here is that the the sun is no more than 18 degrees below the horizon which it is right now or rather isn't right now it's it's less than than 18 degrees below the horizon all night and that means that you actually have a light horizon almost all night you can see the water you can see the surface you can see reflections of the moon and the stars and and that gives you a very good 
option for sight fishing for fish if you see any. And also, um, as I said, uh, the wind calmed down, so uh, that really left a smooth surface on the water. But unfortunately, we didn't get that run of sea trout that we always hope for in these very, uh, very uh, nice summer nights. So um, uh, the only uh, the only one we got was the one that I managed to hook. So that's how it is. Anyways, we uh, had something good to eat, drank a beer, which we rarely do, but this in this case, and then we. Uh, went to sleep in, uh, in our sleeping bags that we brought for the purpose and um, we're ready to get up the next morning and fish on. We just laid on the bare ground in the sleeping bags, or rather we had a small mattress in between, but anyways, no tent or anything like that, just lying on the grass. It's not really cold at night right now, so it's pretty comfortable. The only problem is actually that when you wake up in the morning, everything is extremely damp or even wet from from the uh, the dew that condenses on, on everything, so... Uh, your sleeping bag will be wet on the outside, your waders uh, will be wet, your things will be wet altogether, and um, true enough, that was also the case this night. But anyways, we just packed up the stuff and just draped it over some bushes and went fishing. And of course, with great expectations, as you do when you go fishing in, in the morning, because everybody knows that the morning is the best time to go fishing, and especially if you can get out before the sun rises. And we definitely were out before the sun got up because uh, the sunrise was supposed to be at like 10 past 5 in the morning and we were out there like as I said 3.20 or 3.30 or something in the morning so we had a lot of time before the sun would, would be on the sky but unfortunately our expectations weren't really fulfilled because everything was just garfish and garfish and more garfish and then some garfish to boot so, so hang on Come here. Sorry about that interruption. Somebody just passed and my dog of course had to bark at them and I'm trying to teach him not to do that. So, uh, well, we just got interrupted there. As I said, all that we saw were just garfish and endless bunches of garfish mating in the water and jumping and head and tailing and what have you. Henning saw one or maybe two trout, but uh, I didn't see anything that were was nearly a trout, and um, we caught, again, as many garfish as we wanted. At one point it was just, you know, several strikes in one cast, and and uh, going down in fly size meant that you could hook quite a lot of them. One of the tricks to getting the garfish to stick on your hooks is actually using a very small and very sharp fly instead of the usual size uh, 4 and, and 6 and maybe a, a, an odd 2 sometimes that we use for sea trout. So small flies like 10s and 12s and the garfish will stick and you can have a lot of fun with those. But eventually we just gave up and returned home because the sun got up and, and it soon became warmer and warmer and was quite a calm day so it was almost uh, unbearable um, 
and uh, finally we just packed our stuff and went home and and uh, all we brought home were a couple of garfish for the freezer and and um, the memories and a lot of good uh, a lot of good images and pictures because definitely when you watch the sunset and the sun get up again it's always a, a source of of good images but you know we just had to get out again and today is monday but it's uh, a holiday here in Denmark and um, it was obvious that we had to go and uh, the wind seems to be um, the wind seems seemed to be okay uh, for uh, one of our favorite um, spots and uh, on the island uh, a point where we have a, a reef sticking out um, uh, to the west and and this is typically a place that if you stay here for a while you will get uh, a period with strong current and uh, and maybe the tide changing, which is hopefully something that will happen soon, because as I said, it's a very low tide. Haven't seen any trout yet. We just saw the purpose that you heard, and that should be a good sign. There's a couple of guys lying right outside here in a boat. For some reason, they have all the island to to themselves if they want it, but they they definitely want to be right in front of us. It's uh, they're not that close that we can cast. To the boat, but it's uh, if we were spin fishers, we would easily be able to cast to the boat. So, um, but that's how it often is. For some reason, people in boats have to go very close to the shore, even though they have the ability to fish almost anywhere they want to fish. But uh, so much for that. I'm just lying in the on the stones here and with my back against a, a cliff and just enjoying myself. And Henning is still in the water, trying to catch something. Uh, the wind is perfect for him coming from from uh, north as we are facing west here and he's a left-hand caster and uh, I have to fish backwards if I if I fish out here or at least find a place where I have the wind more in my back but um, I actually prefer fishing uh, a bit more into the waves and into the um, into the water with some movement and that means casting backwards not a big problem if you if you learn it it's a really neat treat trick to be able to do uh, fishing on a boat or fishing in in odd winds and and fishing you know wherever you have to to fish to fish something that you just spotted and it's on the wrong side of you of your um, of your good casting direction uh, with regards to the wind and and um, it's a good trick to be able to just uh, you know turn around and cast backwards Uh, not not difficult to learn at all but it's just three o'clock in the afternoon as it is and uh, we have uh, a whole evening evening in front of us and i think i'll take a break from the recording here and maybe uh, uh, at a later point bring the recording into the water if something starts to happen and uh, hopefully you will be able to uh, get a fish uh, on the recording we'll see until then you can uh, enjoy yourselves and uh, I know it'll be a long time for me, but uh, probably just a few seconds for you before I return. This break took a bit longer for me than it did for you. Actually, it's been days since I recorded the last bit that you just heard seconds ago because now I'm home and uh, this is obviously going to be the podcast of excuses and I uh, will excuse immediately that I didn't continue recording that evening on the beach when um, 
I was out fishing, but uh, first of all, time just slipped and uh, I was fishing and actually even catching fish. And secondly, I managed to fall in the water and get wet and had to return a bit earlier than I had anticipated. And because of that, I never got around to finish the podcast and say probably goodbye to you. So it goes. Sometimes you just have to take the the water that gets into your waders and, uh, well, it may have been well-deserved. But anyhow, we fished on as uh, as we had started uh, on this very nice place that we'd ventured to. And um, at one point, I actually managed to spot some fish in the water. And um, we, for a while, we had uh, some, some trout uh, tumbling around in the low water there in the shallow when uh, they could be fished almost from the beach and and um, as always that is the absolutely most exciting way to catch fish when you can see them in the water and you can cast to them and I managed to hook a couple uh, and uh, my friend Henning managed to hook one uh, in in his case it was actually a rainbow a pretty neat rainbow that he fished uh, in the absolute shallowest water you can imagine, um, these fish will go so close to the shore that you, that you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't believe it. So altogether, it was a really nice trip. Apart from the fact that I had to walk all the way back to the car, which is about like 40 minutes or something, uh, pretty wet and and soaked. Uh, and um, even though I had some dry clothes in the car, I was still wearing a bit of wet. Uh, wet uh, a, a wet t-shirt and different other things so um, wasn't even really comfortable but uh, it wasn't really cold so i managed to stay um, to stay uh, pretty convenient through the the whole the whole incident there well well so it goes sometimes you just have to uh, to take what uh, what the water brings and in this case it was wet clothes so I think I will uh, leave it at that and hopefully I will go fishing again soon and this time I will remember uh, the the recorder and I will try to stay dry and I will make sure that I start recording immediately as soon as I start fishing instead of saving it for later because as you can hear you never know what happens. But uh, for this time I'll just say goodbye and thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast in spite of its lack of fishing activities and uh, hope to see you again soon so take care and uh